John chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer before we begin. Father, I just thank You for this Word we just read, Lord, and I just thank You for the opportunity to come into this place and serve You tonight. Master, I, You see me standing here, Lord. You know I've come to do my part, and I know You're faithful to do Yours. And Lord, I just ask right now that You send Your Holy Spirit and You send Your anointing upon me that I may speak as I ought to speak and say the things I ought to say. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, tonight... You know, I kind of struggled to find even the Scripture I wanted to use, but I don't have any notes. I believe God put all the Word I need to share with you in my heart tonight. And you know, I began to think about the name Jesus. As I was praying, the, the name Jesus just kept coming out of my mouth over and over again. And I began to think about everything. I knew about it, what Jesus had done in the Word. And I began to think about every time Jesus came on the scene that something changed in somebody. Somebody was healed. Somebody was resurrected from the dead. Somebody was restored to new life. Somebody was uh, relieved of demon possession. Whatever it might be, when Jesus came on the scene, something happened. And I begin to think about how when I call upon the name of Jesus and the name Jesus comes out of my mouth, Something is going to change in the situation I'm praying over. And when I begin to speak to somebody, and it may not be the name Jesus, but when the Word of life, which I just shared with you this Scripture that shows you that Jesus is the Word, when I share the Word of life with somebody, and I begin to speak that into their life, something is going to happen. There is nothing in this world that can stop it. Something has got to change when Jesus comes on the scene. I want you all to understand tonight that I know all of you here probably are saved. All of you here are Christians. You know who Jesus is. But I guarantee you, if you don't have Jesus in your life to the degree I'm talking about tonight, you need to find a place and get a hold of Him. You need to understand that when Jesus is a big part of your life, when He comes onto the scene in whatever situation it might be, that something is going to change in the circumstances you're in. You see, there's so many times we don't involve Jesus in our life. We want to go about doing the things we got to do, whatever it may be. But we don't stop to involve Jesus in it. But every time I can find in the Bible, when Jesus showed up somewhere, something happened. There's only one time I saw that He didn't. And that was when He went back to His own old hometown, I believe it was, and they said that He could do no mighty thing there because of unbelief. But you see, when any other time, we read in Sunday school this morning how Jesus was on His way to somebody's house because this little girl was sick. And on the way there, it said the people thronged Him. It means they just surrounded Him. They were pressing against Him, all trying to get to Him. You see, there was belief there. There was faith. They knew if they could just get close to Him, if they could call on the name Jesus, that something would happen. 
Whatever the circumstances was, it didn't matter. It didn't matter what condition they were in. They knew if they called on His name and He intervened, then it would change. You see, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what state you're in. It don't matter what condition you find yourself, how poor, how low and destitute, how outcast you may be. When you bring Jesus onto the scene, something's got to give. Why? Because He's the King of Kings. You know, any time you look at situations in this world and you see a commander of whatever status it might be, a king or president, whatever, when they show up, Something happens. Whether you like them or not. There's people that make things change because He's coming. You see? And when He gives an order, people may not like it. People may not like Him. But something's going to change. Because He's in power. He's in control. It's the same way in the kingdom of God. It's the same way when Jesus shows up in your life. When you call Jesus onto the scene, look, I'm not trying to tell you tonight that you've got power to direct Him where you want to, but you just involve Him in the smallest aspect of something and see what happens. I guarantee you, you give Him the opportunity to show Himself true and faithful and all-powerful. He will demonstrate it to you in your life. He'll let you know that there is nothing that He can't conquer. There's nothing He can't overcome. Somebody here tonight is beaten down. I don't know who it is, but you need to know that Jesus is in control. You need to pull Him off the sidelines and put Him in the game. You see, because if you were in playing a football game and you got your best player sitting over on the side, you're going to lose. Why would you want Him on the sideline? No, you only do that when you get ahead and you let them rest. See, Jesus don't need no rest. You bring Him in the game. You put Him on the scene. You let Him know, God, I need Your help. Master, I'm calling on the name of Jesus. You see, I told you this morning that He's there making intercession for you. You've got access to the throne room. That's why He said, come boldly before the throne of grace. Because He's already there. He's already making the way for you. He's already there on your behalf so you can come boldly without timidity because it's not you that God is looking at. It's not you that you have to worry about your inadequacies. He's looking at you through Jesus. And see, Jesus has a position. He has a place there. He has a right to be there. And when He comes to God on your behalf, there's something going to happen. Because it's not you anymore that's making the request. It's coming from the King of Kings. It's coming from the Lord of Lords. It's coming from the Eternal One, the Great I Am, Jesus, the Son of God. Bring Him into your life. Put Him on the scene and see what happens. You know, there's been many times in my life when I would find myself in the middle of some problem just struggling, trying to figure out what I was going to do. And then I realized I've been praying. But I never said, Jesus, come help me. I never brought Him in, into, the, into the place. And like I've told you many times before, if you try to keep control of it, He'll let you have it. He's not going to come in and force His hand with you. But when you invite Him in, and you say, God, I don't know what to do. I need Jesus. I need Jesus to come in and help me. 
and touch me. Do whatever it is you need done. I need somebody to intervene. Something's going to change. When you begin to speak to somebody else, and I shared the Scripture with you for a reason. You know, you ain't always got to speak the name Jesus for somebody to hear Jesus. Amen. He is the Word. This, this Scripture tells you that the Word and Jesus are synonymous. They're eternal. The Word is Him. You begin to quote some Scripture to somebody. You begin to speak into their life. The Word of God will not return void. Now y'all, you know, sometimes it's hard to get a practical application of what that means. But I promise you, when I look back over the past year, and I see those that have came in and been saved that was not before. You see, I see that the the Word's not returning void. It's coming back with some benefit. It's coming back with fruit. There is, there is something to be received for the Word going forward. You see what I'm saying? When Jesus comes onto the scene, somebody is going to buckle and change. Something has got to give when you bring Jesus into the midst of your life. Whether it be your personal life, or you're speaking Word into somebody else's life. You know, there's power in your words. Now, I'm not trying to get all out there on the, on the left side in some wild tangent where you think there's power by speaking a certain word to somebody. This isn't mysticism. This isn't a magical potion or anything. What I'm trying to tell you is that the Word of life, that is Jesus Christ, this Bible that we, that we carry around with us and we try to read and study, that is the Word of life. And you speak that into somebody's life that hadn't heard it before. You bring Jesus into it. Man, something's going to happen. It can't help it. Y'all ever heard the saying, the Word is alive? Well, there's several different meanings for that. Obviously, we know Jesus rose again. He is alive today. But this... These words that are on these pages that we read and we put in our heart, I mean, they mean something. It's not just some stuff that sounded good to somebody. No, there is physical application in your life. You see, there's things in there that can bring new life into you. Man, every time I read something, the Holy Spirit begins to make it real to me. I just can't help but rejoice. As I sat there last night reading and studying and the Holy Spirit just began to bring new revelation to these things and begin to open it up and I just said, oh, thank you, God. Oh, I just began, I was sitting there in my chair, I just raised my hands and began to praise Him. I thanked Him because, listen, there's something fresh every time I, I go to it and the Holy Spirit begins to reveal it to me. There's something fresh to be found. I've read things a thousand times and went back for the last time and said, oh my goodness, how did I miss that? Because that Word is alive. He's alive today and forevermore. Jesus Christ, when you bring Him into your life, there's always something fresh that can come out of it. There's something new that you didn't see before. There's new life to be found when you bring Jesus into your life. Now, I'm not just talking about salvation. Oh my goodness, I ain't talking about salvation. Like I said, I believe you're all saved. 
What I'm talking about is understanding a little more about Him. Knowing just a little more than you knew yesterday. There's always something new to be found in the name Jesus. Man, I don't know how else to say this. I just know this Word is alive. I know that in verse 2 there it says, the same was in the beginning with God. You see, before anything else was ever there, Jesus was already there with Him. He's not a created being. He didn't come out of something else. He he is God. He's with God. He's part of the the Holy Trinity. Y'all know that. There's something to be found new and fresh when you turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, come on the scene. Man, there's power there. Some of y'all lack power. You want to know where to find power? It's not in you. It's not in you. It's in Jesus. Listen, every time I've looked, I just keep going back to this this demoniac, the the guy that we talked about at Sunday school this morning, full of 6,000 demons or thereabouts. Man, do you know the kind of power that 6,000 demons possess? And what did they do? They fell down and cried out to Jesus, don't torment us. Oh man, there's power in Jesus' name. Listen, you just, you just bring Him into it. See, I don't even know why. You, you read that Scripture. I thought about this this morning. I don't even know why Jesus was going over there. Because as soon as all that was over with, He went back across. I don't know if that was His purpose for going there or not. But He walked up to the guy and the, the guy possessed with demons just... Look, what did they say? They said He had broke chains. They couldn't even bind this guy. He was so strong from the power that was infused in him from these demons that had possessed him. He was so strong that people couldn't even bind him. And he just buckled at the sight of Jesus. You see, there's power there. You think you don't have you think you've got issues in your life? You think you've got issues? Listen, this guy had issues. This guy had problems beyond all imagination. And what happened? Jesus come on the scene and something changed, didn't it? You see, that kind of makes the things that you've been struggling with pale in comparison, doesn't it? You think Jesus can't make something happen? You look at what He did for that guy. It said when the people come back, they saw Him sitting there in His right mind, clothed. All of a sudden, this guy's normal again. You see, there's power in the name of Jesus. When you begin to speak the Word into somebody's life, what did Jesus say? He didn't jump up and down and holler and try to tie this guy up and point crosses at him. No! He just said, come out. I ain't telling you to go do that. You better be careful. But what I am telling you is, you've got access to Jesus. If you've got some kind of problem you're facing, by all means, bring Him into it. 
Don't let him sit over there waiting on you to call him. Call on the name of Jesus and bring him into your problem and see something change in your life. Man, we've sat there so long just enduring. Y'all ever do that? Just enduring. And all of a sudden, you come to your right mind and you say, what in the world have I been doing this for? I could be praying right now. Y'all never done that, I guess. I've spent, at least, I know several times, I've spent over a week just, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I don't know. Just struggling. And then all of a sudden, my wife will say something like, have you prayed about this? Just have to hang my head. No, I haven't. I don't know why God appointed her to be the one to point all this out to me. But sometimes the obvious thing escapes me. You know, I could have said, Jesus, I don't know what to do. Tap into that source of infinite wisdom and knowledge. Listen, Jesus ain't my, my, my uh, resource to just go get whatever I want. But man, I tell you what, if I ain't asking Him, why in the world am I asking anybody else? Why am I asking somebody else's advice when I hadn't even taken the time to ask Him?